show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. I just wanted to kind of mention a win with uh, one of one of my JV partners today. So uh, again, you know, when you get in here and can JV with with people, not not only do you make money yourself, obviously when you JV with somebody, but you get to you get to uh, enjoy watching somebody come in. A lot of times with with no background in real estate and put a deal together and totally change their life going forward i mean you know once you do a real estate flip and make thousands of dollars for just you know mainly a few hours of work it changes your life forever you're, you're never the same after that but anyway what happened was um they did a, a mailing out and um uh, i think that's that several calls and the one and the one big one that came in today was a deal with it with a guy is just ready to just kind of like let go of his life. He didn't want it anymore. Uh, he's asking them for the tax value of the lot, which is $7,500. Uh, so they'll go in with a $5,000 offer and start there. But looking at the comps on Zillow, it should bring in somewhere between twenty-five dollars and $30,000. And they'll be able to do this, of course, using no money of their own. So a big win for, for, for their very first deal. That is amazing. That is amazing. Isn't it cool making impact happen in, a, in people's lives? You can't even put a price on that. No, that's, that's, that's what threw me back into coaching. I, for, for about six years, I got away from coaching and, and teaching just because I was just doing the deals myself. But I was missing that component, which is working with other people and, and, and getting that feedback and, the, and those successes where you can see other people growing and doing more. You need satisfaction in your life and, and, and making money, you know, it's great in the short term, but uh, true satisfaction always comes when you're helping other people. And uh, that's why I really love seeing the hive grow like it is. You, you, Daniel, you and Anthony are just doing amazing, fantastic job. I could not be more happy to be on board and working with you guys as a member of the hive thank you so much man i appreciate you participating i think everybody every what brings value to the the, the really the community is everybody that participates so we appreciate you john alexander and everybody here man it's it's not a, it's not a uh, it's not a small ask for everybody to give up time every day like i said i i take apart family to be with you which is my high family so i hope everybody 
receives the value that I give up for you guys as well. So I appreciate everybody coming out here. I, I receive and respect everybody being here. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a give and take of information. So I hope everybody freely gives and everybody freely takes any information you need and hopefully you can change your life with it. You, you know, Frank and I were talking earlier uh, this week about about some of his uh, ventures into the NFT. And, you know, that that's something that's going to be coming down as a part of this at some point, because it's, it's just naturally going to be something that real estate is going to have to put their arms around and take in and it's going to bring so much more opportunity and it's great to have somebody like frank and and mike who are on the cutting edge of the nfts and how they're it's going to translate into the real estate industry and uh, be able to have them bring that in without all of us trying to say wait a minute i'm trying to you know, I'm trying to get my head around this little piece of the real estate business and I don't have time to learn that. Well, these guys are already there and, and, and they can bring it in and that's the power of the hive. There we go. All right. My guest is coming. He's coming any moment now. So anybody else have a win they want to share with the group? I know Anthony's got a win. Is Anthony in here? He is. You can go ahead and go though, Frank. Let's go, Frank. I was, was going to say, I'd uh, put a request out earlier, was trying to buy some of Biscar's time, and uh, he scheduled me for Saturday, then realized, hey, I got 10 minutes. Let's hop on a Zoom real fast. And we got everything sorted. So I've got uh, partnering up, uh, squatting up, whatever, hiving up, uh, creating a hive mind with uh, Junior Lee. And we've got a uh, little over 10,000 or a little under 10,000 leads uh, that uh, we're about to start SMSing as of uh, tomorrow. And uh, that's just on uh, the outskirts of Houston. We've got all the leads for several other cities in Texas also. So it's going to go crazy. Hey, you get extra leads in Houston, send them over on those outskirts. I love, I love it. Will do. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to call it tribe. We're going to call it the tribe, tribing up. That's what we're gonna okay, call it. we're tribing up. Tribing up. <laughs> hey, Anthony, can you speak? Can you guys hear me, Daniel? Yeah, you're good, sure. Okay. Uh, are you ready to start? Are you driving home or something? Yeah, I was setting up for the event and I completely spaced it. But I was, <laughs> I apologize. You need a, you need a few minutes? But yeah. No, I'm good. You're good. Okay. Well, um, let me make you host, and then you can go ahead and go. I guess he's going to multitask drive. Please drive safe, right? No, I'm pulling over right now, bro. It's all good. Okay. All right. All right. You're good to go. Better to pull over than get pulled over. There you go. Right. Saw some idiot earn that last night. Pulled out of my neighborhood. Just decided, I'm going to pull out like a bat out of hell and caused the state trooper to slam on his brakes not to rear-end him. <laughs> that was fun enough. Yeah, that was fun enough. And then saw another good one uh, as I was going home from the same store. Guy pulled up. There was a truck in front of two or three of us. He pulled out. We all pulled out. One of us that pulled out was uh, JSO, uh, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. 
and uh, the one truck is going really slow. The other, he was going 30 in a 45. So the other vehicle decides to pass him once we got to a safe passing zone, which the cop had no problems with. The guy in the first truck decided, okay, I'm going to punch it and try and race you and keep you in that lane. That did not work out so well. That guy got instantly pulled over also. Wow. So <laughs> stupidity does not pay on the roads. If you're going to rage at someone, just, you know, go sit down on your computer and beat the crap out of your screen. Let it go. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do a brief introduction for Stratton Brown. Stratton Brown is a young entrepreneur. I think he's been in business for three or four years now. Um, I did an interview with him that's releasing. It might have released already. I don't remember. I do a lot of podcasts. I'm sorry. But um, his podcast, if it's not released, it is released already. Um, uh, you can definitely check it out. But Stratton uh, runs a very successful VA company. He manages, he has over 100 VAs. He's going to cover how to uh, source and find VAs and keep them accountable. Stuff like Hell that. Hell yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. Is this going to be interactive? Yes or no? I mean, you can make it interactive. You can do whatever you want. All right. So I'm guessing everybody here has VAs, right? Probably not. No. 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 If you don't Just have about a VA, to hire. Okay. Everybody, let me know if it's like a yes or a no. No. And you can just type it in the chat box. Because I think a VA is the most, especially when you're getting started, it's the most powerful thing you can add into your business, no matter what you're doing. Because the number one thing that it buys us back is our time, right? Like, I mean, and I was just talking to my little cousin right here. She's right here. She got caught selling drugs, so I'm showing her how to make money the right way. But with all the stuff that we're doing throughout the day, you're going to get super bogged down. And most of the administrative things that you're doing are not making you any money. Like, just, just to be real. Like if we're cleaning up lists, scrubbing anything, anything that we can make a recorded video of and show someone like, hey, go do this, we shouldn't be doing it. Because what makes us all the money? Talking to those landowners or sellers. Like that's really what makes us money. Talking to sellers and buyers, closing deals. And that's how we're going to actually make an impact. If we're only doing like all that administrative stuff all day, then we're really not going to make a big dent in what we're trying to accomplish. Is everybody following me? Absolutely. I hope everybody's saying yes. All right. So the first thing you guys all need to do is just go on Upwork and onlinejobs.ph. And just write down those. These are two websites that we're going to go on to find virtual assistants. What was those two sites again? Upwork and onlinejobs.ph. Upwork. Let me. Uh, um, I'll there put we go. Thank it. you, Frank. And you can even go on Craigslist in other countries. And all you're going to do is you're going to go online and you're going to go look for anyone else who's posting about like cold callers or administrative workers, whatever the bullshit is. I'm just going to copy their ad. 
and I'm going to post it and run it, right? And then we'll sift through the candidates. And as soon as the candidate comes in, I want to listen to their voice recording and check out the resume. Generally, I want a single parent and I want someone with kids. If they don't have any fucking responsibilities, they're not going to show up to work. I've seen it too many times, right? If they don't have a reason to pay their fucking bills, why would they show up to work? It's easy just to sleep in on because I didn't feel like. So I have a question. Go ahead, so what if they have? What if they have too much responsibilities and they always come up with excuses? Fire them. And I'm a pretty straightforward guy. But Junior, I, bro, you got to fire them. Get someone else new. Like because no, if they're no. working for you, you expect them to prioritize your business if we're going to give them money, right? Yeah. If they're making an excuse, then at that point, they're stealing from us. We need to get rid of them ASAP. That's dope. I got it. Does that make got it. I just, I just don't like him. Period. I don't know. What was that, Junior? He <laughs> I said, I, I got it. I just don't like BAs. Period. I've had bad experiences, and I can outsource it other different ways, and then to get a BA. I, I mean, if that's what you want to do, awesome. And I, I'm sure there is other ways. Like, if you could build a bot for a lot of your stuff, that's cool. And that could work when it comes to phone work. It's harder to outsource it. And if you want to go through a third-party company, you can. But generally, when you're just getting started, I think you should just do it on your own anyways because it helps you develop the leadership skills. Um, do you pay them commission or hourly? So that depends on what their task is. Anyone have a VAs in Costa Rica, Spanish-speaking? We do. You're going to pay more than general, right? So with... People down south, you're going to be anywhere from four to like $10 an hour, really five to $10 an hour is where we're at right now, just to compete with wages. Um, and then what was the other chat? And the Philippines are cheap, $3 an hour, good people. So we'll go back to, all right, so our, once we have our ad up and we copied someone else's ad, and I'm sure you guys can go online and you guys will see our company's ads. Go to like Call Magicians. And just copy our ad and paste it, put your company name on there. We're going to have them send in their resume and a voice recording. We'll listen to their voice recording for five seconds. If they don't sound good enough, then they don't even pass. So that's one filter mark. And we're going to listen to their, then we're going to look at their resume and we're going to be like, okay, do they have any kids? What's their previous job experience? Are they experiencing what we need them to do? All right, they are. Sweet. Now, then we go into the interview space and I really just ask them like, hey, what's your experience? Do you have experience in real estate? Can you tell me about your last job? Why'd you quit your last job? Why'd you leave your last job? And then from there, we'll hire them on. Nobody gets paid if, for us if they don't make it through training. This will save you guys a lot of money. If they don't and have a two week training period and then put them on a three month trial period, during that three-month trial period, they can get paid. They can get fired at any point in time. That day, gone. And during that two-week training period, if anybody doesn't complete the training, they don't get paid for the two weeks. 
And that way they sift themselves out really fast. Like either they think it's for them and they're going to commit or they don't. And we fire people pretty fast just so we don't waste either of our times. Does anybody have any questions with that? I'm doing this right now. So I think it's awesome. Awesome. And Spalding, that's a good one. A video of them um, trying to communicate with the seller. If you want them to do the cold calling stuff, um, send them the script and have them send it in. So send them your script. And say, hey, here's my script. Read me the script. And then eventually, when you get to hiring a lot of people, what we have set up is I have someone whose job is to listen to voice recordings. And then they have Netflix on at the same time. And if they don't sound good enough, like they sound like Netflix, then they don't make the cut. Super simple to put someone in the Philippines and have them sift through accents. Can you explain to me, because I've never heard that would sound like Netflix, what does that mean? So I legitimately tell them to turn Netflix on the TV. Like go turn on an American show. Right? What's an American show on Netflix? I don't know. Let's say we go tell them to turn on SpongeBob. All right, you're gonna listen to SpongeBob and the way SpongeBob talks. If they don't sound like SpongeBob with really, really good English, then they don't cut it. And just compare one to the other. If it's not apples to apples, then move on. Oh, okay, I get you. So you're checking to see if their dialect is close exactly. enough to what you wanted. Okay, I gotcha. But yeah, I know SpongeBob's a bad example. But that's the first thing that came to my mind. Whatever English show you want them to watch, and then have them do it that way. Hey, can I add something real quick? Yep. Um, within your process of um, the dialect, um, you kind of want to ask them some questions that are um, uh, thought-provoking to see what their reaction time is. Because with the language difference and um, things of that nature, their reaction time and how they compute and um, regurgitate information makes a difference as well. One hundred percent, dude. That is a great point. And like you're gonna hear when it's scripted and when it's not, always. And you can even role play with them on calls as well. I suggest you do. Because like if we ask them really out of bounds questions, like what did you eat for breakfast this morning? When was the last time you kissed someone? Right, like that is going to send their brain somewhere else. But what are they doing when they're cold calling? They're gonna get beat up and get asked a bunch of out of bounds questions. We had some more chats come up. And can you can you talk about how many VAs you have? Because I think it grew since last time we spoke. We have 150 people internally. In one company, we have 10 people in the other one. And then we only have like a total of five in the other one that run our real estate company. Like we have, like I have an entire HR department that does this for us every day, all day, of sifting through VAs, seeing if they can make the cut, putting them through training. If they don't make it through training, at a, like if they don't progress at a good enough rate, we just fire them. And it's not anything personal, but like you're wasting both of your time. Like you, that person needs to get a job. Like it's their, it's their goal is to feed their family. And our goal is to help our clients be happy and help this person be successful in life. If we don't think they can cut it, core values-wise, work ethic-wise, whatever it is, they need to go. 
Bob's chest. And Bob Kerr, I, I don't suggest you guys get anybody at $3 an hour. Um, just, you want to pay for quality, right? When I say pay for quality, if we're paying for $3 an hour, like those days are pretty much gone. If we're paying for $3 an hour, we're going to get $3 an hour talent. Just like when we're hiring on our own employees. What does F, uh, Lisa, what does FBMP leads mean? Facebook Marketplace. Daniel, I don't know anything with Facebook Marketplace. Can you like, are they scrubbing Facebook Marketplace? I guess my question is if, let's say, um, a marketing property, do you hire VAs to kind of reply to any leads? Oh, yeah. Whatever, whatever you can do, if you can write out a text script for them to follow, leads come in, they say this, just like texting, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. It's the easiest way you can get it done besides like Manny chat, but I don't think Manny chat would work um, in the same aspect. But you can have your VAs handle that. Go ahead. Can I offer some advice, um, Lisa, on the, the Facebook marketplace? Make sure that it's a business account and not a personal account that you're giving them access to. Um, yes. Okay. And the other thing is, is make sure that the person understands exactly what you're doing. I've had a bad experience with it. They did the exact opposite of what, what I told them to do and gave written instructions and everything. And it could, so because your Facebook marketplace is attached to you, you want to be make sure somebody, this is somebody that you really trust and you really worked through before you let them go into your Facebook marketplace, unless you have pre-scripted um, pre things that you have them responding to. Okay. Thanks, Sharonda. That is a great point. With some people, so when we're, hand, when we're working with VAs, sometimes they will take things to the literal extreme. Like it is so literal, they don't know what else to do. So take that with a grain of salt and it's, they aren't robots. So we are going to have to train them on what we need them to do. Right, so like we'll put them through it and they're probably gonna fuck it up. Like, right, it's, they're new employees they need to get trained in everything we do. That's why we have training. There is no wrong way, Junior, yeah. Right, they're gonna have training do it, expect them to mess up and just point out, hey, right here you did this. We generally do it this way. Take note of it. Like, hey, the number one thing for everyone in all of our companies, we don't care if you ever mess up. Don't make the same mistake twice and don't violate anything integrity-wise. Because we want to give them free reign to think autonomously and do things on their own. Right, because then when they're creating their own things, they have buying into your company, and then they care more, a lot more about it. Because that's the hardest thing to get as a business owner, is buy-in from the employees, buy-in to the buy-in to the vision. Anybody else have any questions? I know we're somewhat off on a tangent. I have a question. So you said you shouldn't start them at three dollars an hour. What do you recommend on average? So, $4 an hour is competitive. 
in the Philippines. In Mexico and Co Costa Rica, you'll probably pay a little bit more just because they can find jobs a lot faster and they can speak a lot better. And if, are you talking cold calling or administrative work? Administrative. Administrative, you could probably get um, 350 to four because the one, the people who are on the phone and like actually know how to speak well, they're the ones that um, generally charge more because they know their worth. Anyone know how do you train your VAs and do you hire VAs with real estate experience or in the industry of cold calling? Um, for us, I like a mixture. If they're, we'll see. I like them, to, if they're going to cold call, we want them to have sales experience. We don't want them to have customer service experience just because customer service and sales are two different things. Yes, you're still on the telephone, but customer service, when people call in, you just got to answer some problems. When we're cold calling and people keep telling us to fuck off all the time, like all these wild things that we hear every day, the person has to be used to that and have thick skin. If they have previous real estate cold calling experience, awesome, but we still vet them out. Because the biggest thing is, let's say someone else trained them how to do something and they follow it that way, odds are it's probably not even that a good way to do things. And that other person wasn't very good at training them, and so it's just a bunch of bad habits in there. What other questions do you guys have? I think Alex asked a really good one uh, there in the chat. How do you train your VAs and do you hire VAs with any existing experience or specifically new to the industry for cold calling? So the way we train our VAs for cold calling, number one, they go through Steve Trang's whole course. If you guys have bought any courses, awesome. If not, I would tell you like, so you could put them for free through like Flip with Rick's YouTube channel or like Pace Morby's YouTube channel. Whoever you is really good, you believe in, you follow, that is the one I put them through. I know like Flip with Rick has amazing cold calling content though. Put them through that, watch it. Uh, Bob, our website's callmagicians.com. That is the easiest way to put them through it. We just put them through Steve's because we know Steve and he trains all of our sales coaches and it's we know the entire process. It's streamlined. If I was you, I would go pick out the best cold call on YouTube videos you can find, put them through it. And then when we put them through it, after that, then we're going to role play with them. And we're going to role play with them for probably about a day. And then after that, we're going to throw them on the phone. And then when they're on the phone, if you guys are using think you can barge 2.0 you can't really barge much anymore and like listening on the call and coach them up actively and then we have um ready mode or zen call and we don't use ready mode does anybody on here use ready mode i don't even know what that is it's zen call got bought by another company oh okay okay that makes sense so with that if you can barge in and like listen in on the call, then we coach them up on the phone, let them take the call, coach them up right after. And it's, it's a daily, it's an all day thing for like two weeks. The first three days are the most interactive. 
Then after that, we're role playing in the morning. Then they're getting on the phone, getting their face kicked in, getting used to handling objections. And I throw them on the worst data you have. Don't put them on your good stuff at the beginning. Do you let your cold call negotiate or pass off to acquisitions? So they don't um, negotiate. If they get good enough to where they can, then promote them to a leads manager and hire on another cold caller. Would, would be my best suggestion. But generally as a cold caller, you don't want them talking numbers because um, it just doesn't go well. It, it never goes well because they don't know exactly what they're talking about. Daniel, do you have a do you have a dialer in HiveMind too, Daniel? Single line power dialer, yes. And it records. Single line? Yeah, single line power dialer and it call records. Okay. If you can find, put them on that and you can listen to the recordings. The biggest thing is we like active feedback, right? Like we want to coach them up during it. So we want to be able to hear the call, take notes, take notes, take notes, take it off. All right, do this. If you guys are time crunched, the only other thing you could do is, all right, go cold call for a day. And then at night, you just listen to all the recordings, take notes, hey, on this call, I'd say this, on this call, I'd say this, on this call, I'd say this. And the re and we need to get used to this, right? Because when we start to like scale up the company, we're still going to have to do it with sales reps, right? It's, it's a skill that you're going to develop that's going to help you out a lot. Do you build up a database of all your like best calls, how it should go based off of all your previous trainings and kind of snowball that to teach other people? Yeah. Like that, they'll hear the best calls. Like, hey, this one, amazing. This one, not so good. This one, really good. This one, not so good. And we have a really intense training. I'm trying to think of how I can get access to it. Uh, that we put our people through. That makes things a lot easier. But again, the reps are what counts. And you're going to find, you might just find a diamond who's a killer. And then as soon as you find a killer, take them off training immediately and give them security. So like they know they have the job and then they can keep on going and kill it. So they, you will have attrition just based off of the job security and the payroll. kind of comes in territory. What else can I help you guys with? There's so many different things we can talk about when it comes to virtual assistants managing use hub staff to like monitor their screens and then you want to check the amount of dials they're making they need to be making at least 100 dials a day yeah let's go over basic kpis 100 dials a day if they're texting how many texts do they do or manage the texting that's all up to you and your campaigns okay uh that one's a little bit harder because i mean they can really blast them out for the calling generally like we want a hundred connections and about a thousand dials. You still have about a 10% connection rate. Is that like an eight hour day? Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Eight hours. If you put your callers on an eight hour day, it's kind of hard on them. We go about seven with an hour break. Okay. Um, how often do you meet with your team or how often do they have team meetings? Every day. They get, they get sales coaching two times a day. Is that to kind of give them a break and, and to reaffirm what they're doing? Yeah. Well, you got to give them a break and you still got to raise morale again. 
right? I mean, bro, you're cold calling. I'm, I'm not trying to pretend that cold calling is amazing. The shit sucks, right? So you got to incentivize them. We'll go into the incentives, give them like $200, like a deal that they closed, send them the 200 bucks. It's going to make their day and it's only going to increase loyalty, but it's hard, right? So we want to take a break. All right, how to go. Let's do some rah-rah stuff. Do some fucking affirmations, whatever it is. Maybe gas them about the shitty call they had earlier that day. Like, oh man, that was a tough one, bro. That was a tough one. He beats your ass, but we got it. Let's bounce back, right? Like, I mean, you're still having personality with the team. Only diff- These are just people in the Philippines. It's not like they're robots or anything. Great content as far as that is. What do you task them with outside transaction and data entry? Um, I mean, data, data management is huge for us. And every day, come up with three things that you're doing and write it down and you don't want it. You don't want to do it. Write it down. Pass it off to your VA. See how that goes. And if some of the stuff they can't handle, other stuff they can. But it's going to change your world. Because, like, I mean, people can handle a lot. You just got to, like, actually give them access to do it. Don't be holding on to all the things you have to do so tight. Give that person an opportunity to grow. Who, who, um, how do you... Who, who inspires your people? Because you said you have, you have that this breaks the kind of to the training. Is that like your, your lead managers or your training managers that kind of do that hoorah to get them back pumped again? Everyone has a sales coach. Sales coach. So we have a sales coach of like 15 people. Gotcha. Okay, okay. That makes sense. And at, at right now at the beginning, most of you guys are going to be have to be the sales coach. That sales, yes, mental thing. Yes, that's my question. It'll be you. And then eventually you're going to have your best caller and you're going to turn him into the sales coach. And you're going to give him an opportunity to, to grow in your company. That's the biggest thing. So he can feel like he's growing. He's making more money. You give him a raise. Now he's in a manager position. And then everyone else in the company can see that, oh, I can grow here and I can make more money. I can make it an actual career. Because if they don't see that, you're going to lose them. Or they're going to go somewhere else for like more money. All these other things. What else we got? Keep them coming. Do you use a, uh, or have them use a VPN to get to stateside servers to access stuff or just directly access it from wherever they are? It depends on how bad it is. It depends on like if it's fidgety. Um, If you guys ever hire anybody in Egypt, I suggest you use a VPN. For whatever reason, call tools doesn't work over there. Here's a quick tip. If you guys want to hire in Egypt, they are at 250 an hour generally. It's just a lot harder to find them. Like really, really hard. But yeah, that's a golden nugget for you guys. If you guys can hire people on in Egypt, put out your like in your starting salary is 250. And that is a very, very good wage for them. Um, somebody asked, do you do you have any VAs for transaction coordinating? I don't. I use a, I personally use a transaction coordination service and all it is is like a couple emails to where if you want to train them up on what to do, it's pretty much send them an email like, hey, what's going on every morning? Any updates, any updates, any updates? That's all that would be. But you can use them. 
I just don't, if they don't know the jargon, I don't want to put them there until I've like absolutely trained them up on it. Okay. Um, so let's kind of go up the hierarchy. So you say you want to give kind of positions going up the line. So you might have like a base cold caller. You have a, a training manager, right? And then you might have like a supervisor over that. Is that how it goes? And you might have an admin over them. How many layers, are, how many layers do you go deep as far as handling that many VAs? Um, for, for us or like applicable to like their business? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to see at different levels they can create to kind of build out that systemization if they ever get to that level. Because you have like, it seems like you have the base, they can go up from there to be like a training manager to make sure to keep everybody else accountable. And then you might have an admin over them. So like you're, we separate administrative people completely, right? Administrative is something else. And then we have, so let's say we have our callers and then they can get promoted to a leads manager and then, or they can get promoted to a sales coach. And if they, but if they're really good on the phone, I'd promote them to a leads manager because they're going to make your life a lot easier, and then promote someone else to a sales coach eventually. Right, but at a point in time, you're going to be the sales coach, and then from there, you'll have someone. The way our company works, we have the callers and the administrative people, and we have our backend administration, our payroll department, our HR department, and then they're ran by our ops department, and then the coaches are ran by like the senior head coach, but senior coach. And then we have, what else, our HR department, I think I just said that, callers, lead management department with the head leads manager, and then, I hope I'm not missing anything else, and then everything is run by our COO. Your COO is in-house, right? Like US-based? Nope. Your our COO, CEO, I mean, we, we lucked wow. out. At a point in time, she managed a thousand people at Alorica. Wow. So you have a you have a virtual assistant CEO. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's a badass. Like she's wow. a ball breaker, bro. We wouldn't. We would have not been able to like get to where we are without her. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, somebody asked, uh, "What system are you using to track dials and texts?" I think you're using call tools for most everybody else, right? I, I use call tool. We use call tools primarily. We have used ZenCall, and then use HubStaff to monitor their screen. Because some people will be double timing you, right? So they'll be calling for you and calling for someone else at the same time. You just want to be able to check their screen. Anybody who says they don't want to use hub stuff, don't work with them. Go ahead, Reggie. I guess my question there. That, so kind of explain hub stuff. I've heard it a bunch of times. I've never used it before. How does hub stuff work? So it, it, like it's a computer program they download on the computer that makes sure they're on the screen they're, they're supposed to be using. Yeah, so it's an app that they download on their screen and then it records every, it takes screenshots like every minute of what they're doing. And so that way we can see like, okay, are they on two different call tools accounts? Are they on call tools and then Mojo? Like, what are they doing? Because it's not uncommon, bro, for people just to be double timing you. Mm. Believe it or not, this is the wildest story ever. We hired on a really good virtual assistant. This is when we first got started. And then my friend hired on a really good virtual assistant. We ended up hiring the same dude. And he was double timing us both. And we're, we're the ones who found out. Like, and the odds of that are pretty wild. Like, and I, we shared an office at the time. Wow. That is a very crazy story. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's uh, hubstep.com, right? Mm-hmm. Hubstep.com. Hubstep. That is Man, it. I thought there'd be some more questions. What else should I cover, Daniel? Man, I you hit a lot. That was that was like a drink into the fire hose, so they call it. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, any anybody else have any questions, man? These are straightforward answers. You get it straight from the source who has over 100 BAs. I have a quick question. Thank you, Frank. Go ahead, Sharonda. Go ahead. So I'm paying through um, wise.com and um, I'm doing my own payroll and everything. Um, and for one VA, I started her out weekly, but I'm trying to get away from that. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to pay everybody all at once. So I didn't know if there was like a, some app that makes things easier or is there a financial institution that's good for, um, you know, the Philippines or any suggestions or help you can send that way? Um, so for you guys, TransferWise is the best one to pay them through as far as fees go. And I use Hubstaff to like track their hours exactly, right? They have to like have all their Hubstaff hours logged in there that way. And um, there's no financial instrument. I'd say it's Hubstaff and Wise is going to make it happen. Anything else is too hard. Like I've looked hard. We have um, we have several different spreadsheets like to cover payroll. I have yet to find out like a really really simple way to handle it. Does that help? And then we pay them biweekly. Biweekly, yeah. So I'm I'm using Wise or TransferWise now, and the other one was Hubstaff. You said. Okay. Yep, Hubstaff. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That's to track hours. And it'll give you an exact payment amount for them too. So it makes it a lot easier. So it'll, okay. if you put in $4 an hour, it'll tell you, Mike, okay, well, you owe them $300 and 12 cents. Got it. Okay, thanks. It's accountability. Yep. Do they have access to that as well? So they can kind of see what they're, what they're owed and accountability too. So it's, it's transparent. Exactly. Because okay. like, we, we're not trying to short anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they push back, we can look like, hey, look at this hub staff. You cheated us. Yeah, you keep, keep them accountable. Yep. That's good. Wow. I, I, I got a half, I got a half step now. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. That was a good nugget. Uh, anybody else have any questions? We got, we covered a lot, a lot, a lot. Let's see. Um, For those of us um, have never used foreign VAs, explain simply where to begin. Online jobs. .ph. Look up a company called Call Magicians. Copy their ads for cold callers. Post it on yours, and then get as many candidates as possible. You want someone who is who has kids, mainly kids, some type of responsibility, and that's the best way to go. And then I would tell you hire really fast. And if you have a good one, don't be afraid to pay them more because it's hard to find good people. What's your uh, holiday uh, bonuses at the end of the year? Oh, man. We paid out $72,000 in bonuses last year alone. Uh, we did paid days off for like Christmas and New Year's. And then everybody got, I think everybody got wine this year. 
everybody got wine. That's that's generally what we do. And then like after two years, like they get they start getting like PTO. I think they get two year two weeks paid time off. But general, if you only have a small team, I would tell you just to give them like two days paid off. That are the main holidays, and then give them a fat bonus. Like our management team gets um, pretty big bonuses. That's a, that was a good question, John. Thank you for that one. Because I've I, we gave a bonus to RVAs at the end of the year too, and they're like, "Thank you so much. We needed it." Because I guess they had like the storm come through right right at the end of the year. Oh, bro, it was wild. Yeah, uh, Justice says I have two VAs that were helpful. I had them for about three months. Didn't close any deals. So I decided to actually close deals myself and hire. Uh, any advice on that? You're impatient. I will second. Uh, I, I have. Yeah. I, I put. I put a lot of work into my VAs. Um, I, I've, I've had mine for almost a. It'll be eight months now. <laughs> he ran out of money. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It, they they take a lot of time to cultivate, but once you get them up and going, they're a great resource. I've and never. Matt, I've never heard of a 13-month bonus. Like paying them a month's bonus? No. Um, like our upper management does. But for the callers, generally, no. I mean, we pay them out $200 per closed deal. And um, like the PTO, they get the other stuff. At our scale... If we did that, like it'd be a ton of money. If you want to do it, I don't see an issue with it, dude. Because the people will just stay. Yeah. It creates a lot of loyalty. It's a it's an investment. Like if you can get people to stay around an investment. And, yep. It's not really a loss. So you do closed sale bonuses, you do end of the year bonuses, you offer PTO, pay time off. Um, any other incentives like that? You said you gave them wine at the end of the year? Yeah, we gave them wine at the end of the year this year. We throw parties for them in Egypt and Mexico. We can't really do it in the Philippines. Um, what else do we do? Oh, they, they do like weekly competitions. Each sales coach gets a budget of $250 a month and just random incentives. Whoever gets the most leads that day gets like $20. Nice. Competition. Yeah. Gamifying just a little shit like that, right? And that's like the only way you can build like virtual culture and morale. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, this man, you covered a lot. Um, do you use, have you ever, I have VAs that get PayPal to get paid. Is that like TransferWise better or using? TransferWise is lower fees. Anybody like with us, if they go through PayPal, they pay the PayPal fees. We don't pay the PayPal fees. Ah, okay, okay. I gotcha. Because I, I hate, like, because I, I sent, when I sent the bonus to them, I was like, I hate, I, I gave them all a bonus, but freaking PayPal took a fee and then TransferWise took a fee. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'd go Pioneer, TransferWise are the best ones. Um, they always pay the fees, and that's just the way we have it set up. Okay. But again, they get 
they make a ton of money on bonuses and other shit. Yeah. You have a question, Sharonda? I was just going to say, with transfer-wise, they get the money really quickly, too. And they get it a lot faster, yes. Uh, hundred calls per hour based on leaving messages, no answers. I'm not the one to ask about. That'd be a question for my partner. hundred calls per hour sounds really intense. Yeah, that's intense. It's like a hundred connects uh, for the day, right? In your seven hours. Yeah, you want a hundred connects for the day. Because I mean, it, the auto dollars plowing through shit, right? Yeah, you want if you get a hundred connects a day, you're doing good. Yeah, good question, Tony. Clarification, at least. You don't want to put somebody through the fire and they're like, "No, I can't do this." <laughs> right? Unreasonable expectations. Unreasonable expectations. There's the word I'm looking for. So they set reasonable expectations that way they can commit and and actually achieve, and then give them bonuses according to that. That's good. Uh, uh, Tony, a hundred connected calls. Like connected, a fuck you, a yes, whatever it is, we want those. And then we should get two to two to three leads, depending on your lead criteria. With land, it might be a little bit less. Maybe a little bit. I'm not sure. So, what's like your ratio? Like, you said you have 150 employees. How many actually are cold callers and how many are like the lead gen or lead manager slash admins above all that? 15 to 20 per sales coach. Okay. Um, all of our lead, then we have three trainers or well, two trainers, one lead management trainer. And then we have two full-time backend support, one full-time QA and um, finance two full-time HR, two full-time ops, well, one full-time ops, one full-time COO. So I have a question for you. So that's a lot, a lot of personnel is how to keep them busy. So where do you get all the data and information to keep your people busy? Cause that's a lot of, that's a lot of people to keep busy. As far as like cold calling data? Yeah. Uh, we use direct skip and prop stream. If you and guys are in Texas, I suggest Propelio. And those are that's all provided through your clients? Or um, we'll skip transform, yeah. Okay. We, but we won't um, we won't pull their data for them. It gets too if it gets too expensive, you know. That i I would lose money if I was buying up as much as we would need. Every cold car needs at least ten thousand records a month. There we go. That was a good I was kind of I was good, I was getting there, but ten thousand records a month okay. for a full time cold caller using a multi line dialer. So if you need, if you're doing part-time, cut that in half, 5,000 at least a month. Don't go part-time, go full-time. You need to break through the market. Ooh. So when you're ready, I mean, this is a full-time one. This is a hard pill to swallow. If you don't have the money, go donate some plasma, get some extra money and sell an extra pair of sneakers. Cause you're doing this to set yourself up financially in the future. So for, People have donated plasma before. Me, I ha we, we talked about this in our interview because we used to donate plasma for extra money. <laughs> Me and Stratton. <laughs> we still got the tracks in our arm <laughs> to show it. I still got the tracks. Still got the tracks. That's funny. So uh, make sure you 
to hire a full-time one. The, what's funny is when we started HiveMind, I hired two full-time VAs and that was the best decision I ever did. The VAs don't pay for the data. Uh, usually the client does or you provide it in some fashion. Yeah. It's justice. All right. Any final questions? If not, we're going to let him go. He's still got to drive home. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, the Zoom has been released. There you go. <laughs> I couldn't remember if I released it. Yeah, shout out to Gene, Jeff, and Keisha. Those are high man VAs right there. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> um, of course. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, man. Was a, that was a drink into the fire hose. Just so you know, that's a million dollar business that Stratton runs that he just gave me the, the playbook for. <laughs> Thank you, Stratton. Of course, guys. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Nicole. Yeah, I wanted to ask him a question. Where is he getting all the leads from? Uh, he, said, uh, he said PropStream and Propelio, right? Each month, so so are you in several different markets or are you recycling this data? Like, where are you getting all these leads from to have them so busy each month with 10,000, you know, plus leads? Um, so I mean, we're nationwide, okay? Right, makes sense. Okay, just don't tap out your own market, so just be self aware of how big your market is because you may have to go into another market based off of the amount of data that's available. Right. So that's why I'm at with it. So that's why I'm asking because at my at this point it's like I'm just recycling the same, you know, numbers and it's getting old. You know, from my uh, Have you tapped out your entire market? Um as far as uh vacants, yeah. So now I'm doing um um what is it? Um okay. you, you still got a lot of room to grow. You'll be fine. Okay. Uh don't call them more than like 10 times. Make sure you track whoever picks up and who doesn't. And then with those people, um, after you call them like 10 times, fucking move on for about a month and then go back to it and fucking pull another okay. one. Okay. Because we're just going to like, they're not going to pick up because like whenever we're calling them and just like how we get the calls, right, man, who the fuck is this person calling me? Right. That's, that's what's happening. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Okay, last little bit, then I'll leave. Everybody who's cold calling needs to have 15 phone numbers per market that you're calling in per person, or else all of your phone numbers are going to go spam. That was a good one. That's what I'll leave. I almost forgot that one. Um, if you need to find him, callmagicians.com. He gave he says provide the scripts and trainings to find your own VAs on onlinejobs.ph and Upwork. He gave you free resources. There you go. So if you want to make sure you hire VAs and make sure you get it for the right price. Recap, start at $4 an hour is reasonable for Philippines, $2.50 for Egypt. They're just harder to find. And uh, make sure you treat your VAs right. Fire fast, hire fast. And treat them, treat, take care of your people. And follow me on Instagram, at Daddy. Uh, Are you searching? Are you circulating the 15 numbers per day per person in that market? 
No, just monitor them every day. Make sure there's like all the numbers are circulating together. There you go. But no, we're not buying 15 new phone numbers every day. That'd be pretty expensive. No, but I mean, on, you... on, on, a, on, a, on a one person, they're going through and using 15 different numbers through, throughout that day. Is that how, yep. how you do it? Yep. Okay. Go ahead, Wayne. Do you use a service for that, like um, caller ID, uh, verify, something like that, so that you do so that you don't go spammy, or do you um, do that internally? Both. If you can afford to get the caller ID verify. Yeah, good question, Wayne. All right, we're gonna let we're gonna let Stratton go because he's pulled over in some parking lot. Somebody's targeting him right now because he's been there for forty five minutes. <laughs> We appreciate you, Stratton. Thanks for coming on. Um, and uh, drive safe, right? Yeah, thanks, on? man. Great information, great content. Thanks, Daniel, for letting me speak and everything. Um, I appreciate it, guys. No good. Have, have, have a good late, guys. No problem. Thank you good. for giving me your time and helping you guys out. There you go. Y'all have a good uh, good Thursday. Our next call is Saturday at noon central for Clubhouse. Y'all have a great day. Peace. It's the high, baby. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com.